Making Tracks. Promoting the cream of homegrown artists and the best sounds in Aotearoa for over 25 years. Freshly delivered by New Zealand On Air. You're listening to the Primo Breakfast Show on the Most FM 100.4. That was the latest single from Emily C. Browning, and I have the talented artist on the line with me right now. Morena, Emily. Good morning. How's it going? Good. How are you? Yeah, really good. Um, obviously, I'm sure you've spoken with a lot of musicians in your time, but we don't, um, we're don't. we not particularly good at getting up early. No, I know. <laughs> it's quite a fresh morning for me, but it must be, you know, get out of bed, have a coffee and see 8am. Oh, excellent. I do always appreciate um, when musicians come and talk to me and... Yeah, I do. I do recognise it's hard. <laughs> no, but I mean it's a nice excuse for us. Otherwise, you know, we might we might not have had the opportunity to get out of it. So yeah. this is good. <laughs> nice. All right, and you are still living in Christchurch. Yes, still living in Christchurch. Excellent. And um, I was just saying before, I, every week I discover a new artist that is from Christchurch, and I just I can't get over. It. I've, I I feel like they're putting something in the water. What's going <laughs> on down there? I know. Yeah. Um. I think. Well, I mean. My take on it is that after the earthquakes happened, it's like everything kind of shut down and then everyone was kind of, um, there was a lot less distraction going on, I think, in, in, in the day-to-day. So what we ended up doing is just kind of staying at home, working on crafting stuff. Mm. So I just, um, the last 10 years has just been a whole, like a generation of people going, I've just been at home in my bedroom, like just making all this like creative stuff. So I, I, I assume that's what happened. I also just think that it's a really cool crew of people like all the musicians that come up to the um, the, the music schools and, uh, and the kind of community are all just really nice to each other and it's not really competitive. It's not like, um, you know, it's not like climbing this kind of ladder. It's actually just everyone, everyone's just friends. We all hang out and like kind of learn from each other. So I think it's just a really nice place to be for a musician at the moment. So oh, I'm cool. putting it out there that, yeah. you know, if you're thinking of making the move to Christchurch as a musician, it's kind of a cool place. Awesome. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. Um, and so this song is um, your first solo release, isn't it? You've collaborated mm-hmm. previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah, that's correct. So oh. um, my last EP I did with this um, awesome producer, his name's Ariza, and he's Colombian and he lives in LA. And I kind of met him from a couple of American trips that I did. Hmm. And um, I just ended up like falling in love with his production style and he was um, really into my writing style, which happened to work out really well for us. So... I would write a song, send it to him um, via, you know, email. Mm. <laughs> he would, um, I'd send him like a demo, and he'd go, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna put like I'm gonna make a track around it," and then he'd send it back to me, and then I would re-record the vocals and um, just tidy everything up. And it was just such an efficient process, mm. and that's how we got an entire EP out, like in a, in a short couple of months. We released it and everything, but um, yeah, this is my first kind of intro into like production and being mm. like oh I can do this myself this is um, super fun so I want to do this more cool how did it feel going out on your own oh so good it's been such a long time coming I think yeah. and I think it's a, it's just something to be said about there are a lot of singer songwriters out there who focus so much on um, like perfecting the art of writing a song that sometimes we forget to learn you know how to how to make a beat and how to like uh, make the track, you know, listenable for um, for like a pop audience. So I've been spending uh, a lot of lockdown and a lot of the last kind of 12 months or so really trying to um, dive into that because I've spent so much of my time just writing in my, in my little bedroom and like doing lyrics and melodies and stuff that it was nice to get away from it and do 
production, like technical stuff, mm. cues and like how do I make the kick sound good and all, all it's been such a, a fun journey. Yeah. Actually, there was a um, question that came through from a listener. They wanted to know if there was any significance to the wobbly sound in that song. The wobbly sound? Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love the way that people kind of describe <laughs> music, especially when they're like, you know, this person might not be like a musician or a producer, but they've exactly. gone, I can hear this sound yeah. <laughs> wobbly, and I love that. Um, so the, the the wobbly sound, I assume they mean the the kind of the helicopter thing that's going mm. all the way through the song. So that's like, um, it's it's actually guitar. So I'm a guitar player, and I kind of played this chord, like long chords that went, and then I put this filter on it um, in Ableton that kind of essentially turns the sound kind of on and off really quickly. So mm. it kind of goes, um, and I just thought it was a cool texture. I just think yeah. like you don't often hear that in music, and I. Um, I stole it from a Mark Ronson tune. Uh, he's got this um, awesome tune with Angel Olsen. It's called I think it's called True Blue, mm. um, and it's got that it's got that cool helicopter guitar. And I went, I'm having that. I'm yeah. gonna figure out how to make that and do that. So that was that cool. was the story around that. Awesome. And you just mentioned very briefly there you're a guitarist, but I think you're being a bit humble. You're very talented, aren't you? So that's how you started <laughs> out playing your guitar. So started out, yeah. yeah, for sure. How I mean, I've definitely been a sorry. How long have you been playing guitar for? Um, what? I mean, it's really hard to put a number on it, but probably about since I was twelve. Gosh, I hate to do the math on that, but um, <laughs> it's been it's been more than ten years of just kind of fiddling around on guitar. I don't yeah. really have a history of professional lessons or anything, so it's very kind of this is how I've figured out how to do it, and it might not be um, technically correct, but I'm just kind of rolling with it. But yeah, had yeah. a had a cool. Um, history of, of playing guitar. I got to play with John Tugard on a tour with his band, The Adults. Wow. Um, so that was super fun, and he kind of reached out to me, which was super cool oh, for me wow. to be like, oh my God, some yeah. New Zealand royalty thinks I'm good at guitar. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And you've also um, toured America, haven't you? Yes, I got asked to do a tour. Um, by uh, a guy called Corey Wong, who's in a band called Wolfpack. I don't know if you've heard of them, but um, they're, a, they're a really cool kind of indie-American kind of weird, cool, funny band. And um, they they tracked up some success um, probably about five years ago. And uh, a couple of years ago, he asked if I'd like to open for him on his entire 23-date American solo tour, so I was like, "Oh my god, yeah!" Cause he's a he's a total guitar nerd, so um, it's cool to just hang out with just guitar people and instrumental music, and um, yeah. So I got to play my songs as a little thirty minute set every night for his um, for his show, and it was so much fun. That um that tour must have been a bit of an eye opener. Definitely. Oh my god, it was the middle of winter, and <laughs> I, I don't know if you've had a, a, a winter in America and the East Coast, but it's like. It's like negative 15 degrees all oh. the time, and it snows, and it's just like, I couldn't figure out how, how they kind of drive around city to city. I was like, man, do you get snow chains, or do you just like, yeah. what, do you just keep going? And they just go, yeah, dude, we don't we don't have snow chains, we just drive through it. Because <laughs> they're wow. just so used to it, they're so good at driving through like cold weather, I was just like, I don't understand, but yeah, you know, we did it, it was... Um, Super cold. Super fun. <laughs> cool. That'll be one of those memories you won't forget very quickly. Oh, no way. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, and I've got one more question that came through from a listener. It's a bit of a bit of an unusual one, but they would like to know cats or dogs and, <laughs> and why. 
I know. Hi, cats Yeah. What's it going to be? I'm going to say something a little bit controversial. Ooh. I will say cat. Yes. However, don't come for me because <laughs> I have never had a dog. So I haven't, I didn't grow up with a family dog. Yeah. I haven't got enough responsibility to buy a dog myself, yeah. adopt the dog. So, um, yeah, it's going to have to be cat for now, but that could change in the future. <laughs> um, and I did just remember the music video. I did want to ask, whose idea was it to eat the chili? Um. Oh, that's my friend uh, Billy Mills, also another Christchurch um, kind of uh, underdog, under the radar kind of cool musician. Um, uh, he, We were just kind of sitting around eating dinner and I was like, what am I going to do for this music video? Yeah. We were tossing around ideas and uh, he came up with this sort of theme of like putting yourself through pain. He was mm. like, maybe you could just like roll down a hill, like eternal, like this giant hill and just roll down it and just like try to sing the lyrics as you go. And then we kind of came up with hot chilies as like intentional, just putting yourself through this pain. Yeah. Um, and it was, and it, and it kind of lines up with the song as well. It's yeah. Like the song is about kind of getting, getting rejected, not just in a in a relationship sense, but also just like in your life and your career. Like people get rejected all the time, and it's such a human emotion to be like, ah, I wasn't into it anyway. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want it. So um, I guess like eating chilies represents that kind of like uh, doing it to yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Did you actually eat a chili? I did, I ate lots of chili, so um, that, that day I had two, so um, the two in the video are a habanero and a ghost pepper, and we sort of, after the chili started, we had to do it all in one take, and then the milk happened, and then there was no going back, so yeah, I had to do it. Oh, I love it, it's a great music video, it's very <laughs> cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I can't imagine um, going through that pain eating a chili. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. I don't know if it was the adrenaline on the day because I was so focused on just not messing up the shot because yeah. you only had one chance mm. to get it. So I don't know if my, my adrenaline just went, no, you cannot feel the pain today. Or like maybe it just wasn't that hot because yeah. I was like fine afterwards. So yeah. I don't know. I felt like <laughs> I got heated. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me this morning, Emily. Oh, thanks for having me. So oh. nice. And what, what I just... For, Forgot to check. What's next on the horizon for you? Do we can we expect more tunes coming from you shortly, or working on an EP? Yeah, definitely. Um, it might take me a little minute, just purely because I'm doing everything myself. I'm kind of mm. like definitely trying to do that independent thing, but yeah. um, it might be a couple of months before the next one. But there's definitely more in the works. I've got a ton of songs written that I just need to you know produce. Cool. All right, exciting yeah. stuff. I look forward to hearing more. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye.